Before we get to this week's episode, we want to remind you that this podcast happens because people listen to it. You, you listen to it. Thank you for listening to it. But you know how we can get more and more people to hopefully listen to it? By you going on your principal podcast provider of choice, hopefully Apple Podcasts, but Spotify, any of the places you listen to podcasts, and going on there giving our podcast a rate, a review, and a subscribe. What that does is that helps other people find us, that helps us move up in the charts, and it helps to make sure that other people can join in on the fun. So please, if you have a few minutes to spare before listening to the episode, get on over there, click those buttons, put those stars in, or thumbs, or whatever way that that podcast provider chooses to rate podcasts. Go do it, and put in, if you even just put a one-word description of the podcast, that will help people find us. So please, take a moment, get to it, and uh, now let's get to the episode. Thank you. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Fandom Show, the podcast where we learn about fantastic fandoms by talking to our favorites about their favorites. I'm Kaya Green. And I'm Stephanie Mallet. And today we are talking about the most wonderful time of the year that is in Christmas. It's Halloween! It's the day this comes out is Halloween. So what could we do other than a Halloween, Halloween episode. episode? Today is Halloween, and you are literally going to hear us talk about Halloween. It's a real fandom. A lot of people like it. Oh. Um, wow, I'm stoked. I'm stoked this is happening because this is my favorite holiday by a long shot. <laughs> Same. I just, it is one of my favorite days of the entire year. I like spend the year gearing up for this month and this day. Um, normally at this point we go, what do you know about it? That doesn't really work for this. Yeah, we mostly know about what Halloween is. And if you don't, if you're from a place that Halloween's not really a thing, I think us trying to describe it briefly would do a disservice. I think you've probably seen enough very special Halloween episodes of <laughs> the show you like um, to get a general concept that, you know, costumes, candy, spooky, that stuff. Sometimes ghosts, sometimes dragons. Yeah. I will say one thing that I will say about Halloween is I think it's one of the best holidays because you don't have any weird interactions with your family. You can go out. <laughs> you can stay home. You can eat whatever you want it's you can dress literally however you want it is a, a day of pure freedom with there's no, no way, weird expectations and there's no way to do it wrong there's any no way you way choose to, do it, to do, it do it is correct you could not do it and you're still doing it right look we're hyping halloween real hard but you know who is in my mind one of the the principal characters of halloween i have a suspicion it is John Blair, who is a sketch comedian and writer from Toronto, the creator of the one-man sketch web series Now More Than Ever on YouTube, and he has written for this hour's 22 Minutes and Because News on CBC. He's also toured across Canada and the U.S., and in his own words, is a spooky little gremlin. John, how's it going? It's going good. How are you doing? What's up, you spooky gremlin? I'm doing all right. Creep, creeping around, popping up from behind things, <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Perfect. You know, yeah. Show happy Halloween. Happy, happy Halloween. And happy Halloween to you at home. <laughs> if you are in your home or wherever you are. Wherever, wherever. you're listening. Maybe you're outside. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. <laughs> but if you're outside and it's dark and you're listening to this on headphones, maybe pop one out because tricks can happen. That's true. You tricks might get can happen. Pop one out, yeah. Or treat. Yeah. yeah. Or treated. Or so treated. You don't know. Come treat you to something. Well, the treat here is an episode about Halloween. Yeah, uh, you're the treat, John. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so normally sort of we ask people how they got into Halloween, but I feel as though that's got to get, yeah. that, we got to get more specific it's on that. Kind of, oh, Halloween's <laughs> sort of always been around. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like I showed up to it rather than, <laughs> rather than the other way around. But how did you become such a, so enamored with Halloween? Let's say that. You know, I don't know. I think I just always have been since I was really young. It was always my favorite holiday, like more than Christmas. I loved the, I loved just going out and the whole neighborhood being like completely different and weird and seeing what everyone did. I loved all the like... Halloween specials that all the cartoons would do. Yeah. Like, even on that Garfield one with the, like, the pirate ghosts <gasps> kind of, like, creeped me out. I forgot but, about that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was just, like, I don't know. Like, there's... I thought there was just something about it so... Um, that was just so fun and, like... It's just so fun and so goofy and, like, there's just the... In my mind, I don't know why, but, like, the idea of, like, 
just basic monsters is one of the funniest things to me. (laughs) I think the idea of a skeleton being around is hilarious, just on its own. I think the idea of Dracula, which is, I'm sure, so far removed that anything it ever was in folklore, is hilarious. Barely resembles it. It's so mutated at this point. But I don't, I just think it's, it's, it's just so fun and funny and weird, and I think you said it exactly right. It's a, it's just a real day of f- freedom in so many regards. Yeah, like of just like how you act, what you do, um, how you choose to express yourself, uh, and it's just tremendous. Uh, were you were you a kid who was really into Halloween? Like, did you make oh, your yes. own costumes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was always always making uh, costumes, and they didn't make like a ton of uh, sense sometimes. Oh, please oh, elaborate please. on that. Please. I need to know more. Well, like sometimes I go like really all out, and like I got like this like sort of like when I was like a younger kid, I had got like this like fake skin, and I painted part of it green, and I put like a I made like a eye out of a ping pong ball, like a big lizard eye, and oh. I was like an alien who was like losing his disguise, and like. <laughs> What? And like sometimes I'd really go all out. And then when I became a teenager, I was still really into like Halloween. And, and But then I like, you know, I get really busy and really distracted. And I still <laughs> wanted to do something. So like I put on a suit and I just put like I spray painted like a rubber dish glove gold. And I was like, I'm gold hand. <laughs> Like what is that? Oh my! I don't matter. know. It's, gold matter. it's gold hand. It's a he's, costume. He's a guy. It's gold hands. I just I <laughs> so, love this like rip off Bond villain. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that was very much it. Yeah, yeah. Gold, gold hand is like the version that you get at the dollar store. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah when you're when you're looking through the DVDs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, that's so funny. Did you have any houses in your neighborhood that like really did it up? Because I know those are like kind of prized possessions, you know, in neighborhoods where it's like this is the house that goes all out. Yeah, we had like on my street when I was a kid, we had like the one side of the street that was like normal houses that I was on. And then the (laughs) other side of the street, which like faced onto the ravine and like all the houses were really nice, like depending on literally what side of the street they were on. Oh my God. Um, So yeah, all like the, like the big, the big ridiculous houses on like on the other side of the street was like, there was always a few that were just like, okay, we've got all this space. Our lawn's huge. We basically live in the spooky mansion. Let's <laughs> do it. Let's lean in. And, like, so that was always fun because there was, like, this cul-de-sac right across from oh, the street. Cool. And those were the ones that always did it. So you could, like, look outside right away and they'd all be, like, like they was all, like, out in front. And it's and this was before, like, my goodness, I should, I should, and I'm, I don't really go to my, my hometown no more, but um, I'd love to see, like, how that neighborhood with all, like, the space that they had on that side of the street has taken to, like, the 12-foot tall skeleton oh, and totally, stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, the giant werewolf that like that was a big thing I I was reading some story about like there was this woman who um, was getting complaints from neighbors they were like filing complaints with the city because she wouldn't take down this 12 foot tall werewolf on her lawn <laughs> like, yep. that had been there for like six months. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like, no, it's there. Like, I, I'm sure that's a hard thing to take down. Anyway, yeah. Were you like, this woman's my hero? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> All year werewolf. <laughs> All season werewolf. Did all the houses like coordinate? Was it like, because there's a like a street in Toronto that at Christmas time is called Kringlewood, Kringlewood and all of them get the yeah. giant inflatable Santas. Like, was there like a theme that went through? No, it was very, it was very much everyone was doing their own thing. Mm. Um, um, oh, I love the idea of there being like a Kringlewood. That's but, all twelve but, foot skeletons. But for the twelve foot skeleton, like. I love the like that that twelve foot skeleton has become a character online. Yeah, like it's everywhere. I love like I love the idea of that because it's just like yeah, it's it's spooky and you're little. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no, skeletons around. And also, you're very small. Like, you do not stand a chance. Just, yeah. Mid sized skeleton, you got this. Oh, yeah. Face skeleton? Yeah. Fucked. Honestly, a small to mid sized skeleton, I've thought about this a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have been a lot of skeleton based things. I like don't that. think is a threat. Like, you could, you could pretty much grab onto a skeleton from two points of anywhere and pick it up and, <laughs> and throw it. I think anyone could pretty much do that. Like, but yeah, a big one? Yeah, different story. Yeah. But, yeah. I feel like there's... 
spooky, but more like of a mental spooky, like you're losing your mind kind of threat, less than a like. Yeah, why are the bones threat. outside? Yeah. Why are the bones outside? Mm-hmm. Outside Get them bones. back inside. <laughs> Get back in there. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's more. It's more the the horror of them, and I assume yes. that they're generally kind of out like on mass. And I don't. I don't. I don't mean to talk about like how easy it would or would not be to fight a skeleton. That's that, that's not what we're. But um, do you think you'd win? I think I'd win against one skeleton. Okay. Absolutely. Hundred collection. A hundred. Okay. No. Um, like are we talking about like an army of darkness kind yeah. of situation? Mm, yeah, that many skeletons? Maybe no. I think I could fight a small gang of skeletons successfully. Would you use the skeleton's own bones to fight other skeletons? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> That's like a key part of That's fighting That's absolutely yeah. a key part of the it. The strat. Yeah. Pro yeah. strat. Yeah. <laughs> Just checking. I, I want to make sure that you're all set up for this apocalypse oh, situation. Yeah. Um, and we will be spending the rest of the episode discussing with John Blair win in a fight between <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> different <laughs> monsters. <classic> monster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly, I only really like my odds against the skeletons. Yeah, <laughs> we'll that's fair. I feel like some of them are more scary than others. Are there like are there Halloween monsters that genuinely scare you, or are quite a lot of them just like funny at this point? I think the idea of like uh, oh, I don't know. Like I feel I feel like a werewolf is objectively frightening. Yes. Any of the more kind of feral or, or animalistic animals, like the, the Wendigo, things of that <laughs> oh, nature. Wendigo, uh, Wendigo is creepy as yeah, hell. Yeah. Are clowns uh, scary to you? Not really. Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Not really. Because that's a like that's a big one. A lot of people that are real scared of clowns. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm not sort of like I don't know, like I'm not scared of clowns, but I also don't like like I get it, but they never really ring out to me as like a, a favorite Halloween thing. Like Fair. if you go to like the Halloween store and there's all like the animatronics of the clowns or whatever, I'm like, ah, this isn't doing anything for me. Yeah. This is just like I get it. I get why you're here, but yeah. yeah Pennywise was very impactful on your life. I That's, guess. Yeah, That's yeah, I guess. And you really wear that on your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, so your initial pitch for this episode was a, a particular interest in Halloween themed surf rock. Mm. So most people may only know Monster Mash. Uh, yes. Can you tell us about the genre and how it like? What's your connection to it? How does this originate for you? Okay, so I randomly stumbled into a couple of years ago and ended up getting quite um, obsessed with. It. <laughs> uh, I was not aware of this because obviously it was before all of our time, but um, the Monster Mash was not really like a one-off like novelty isn't this crazy that there's like oh it's like a it's like a song like a fun little like 60s like surfy dance song which you wouldn't know today no, because no, there's yeah. nothing even remotely like it yeah oh god of course yeah but there's but there was in that era like there was a period and i think it started around 1963 i want to say that might just be a, a guess but there was a period and it probably became I want to say it probably became post-Monster Master, like around the time of it, where there was so much surf music about monsters. There were, <laughs> in, there, were, there were entire bands devoted to it. What? Uh, yeah, there was, there was a band called The Ghouls, which were like actually a really good band um, instrumentally, but they just did versions of Beach Boys songs that were like about monsters and like their own instrumentals were good but then like most of their songs were being like good hey ooh, like be true to your ghoul and stuff like that <laughs> and, like, it's the little old lady from Transylvania that was the other thing is they all had to have this like very bad like Dracula voice of course like, I was working yeah. in the world oh exactly yeah, yes right? yeah they were all doing it they yeah. were all doing like the like what's his name like Boris Boris Prickett and the Crypt Keepers, like the Crypt, no, that's not it. But, uh, but yeah, they were all doing that voice. That like, hey, it's Halloween. I'm the I'm the vampire, and then like, and they would just do entire albums like that. Oh my god! There was like this real cross section between like surfing and monsters that like I became very enamored with. Um, They seem so far apart. Yeah, by their natures. That happened. I don't. I just think like it was just this sort of time of like both both things came in hot <laughs> to the zeitgeist at the same time. Right. Like surf music and just like the this like you know the the trifecta of like 
Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein. Yeah, as you said, the MGM monster. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, we're like we're like so hot in people's minds at the same time that I think there was just a few good years where they're like, you can't you can't make <laughs> surf music unless you're the Beach Boys. It has to be about monsters. <laughs> and I'm like, it's. I encourage anyone listening to this to to do their own research because it's it's wild. And I do think I could have talked about it for the entirety of the show. But it would have it would have just been me explaining things that sound fake. Um, is, is the one-eyed one horde flying purple people eater in that camp or is that separate from it? I feel like that's a little bit I wanna say that's a bit post or like adjacent to okay. it, not more quite. psychedelic maybe? Yeah, yeah, a bit more psychedelic. Okay. Yeah, okay. maybe that came sort of on the on the heels of that. I'm reminded like particularly of like one song called uh, Hearse with a Curse. Oh, yes. A- and the plot, the plots, because they, they, they have to have a they plot. They have yeah. plots. It was about a guy who got a new surfboard, but he needed a car to drive it around. So he, <laughs> he bought a hearse that had a curse, and the guy who worked there tried to tell him there ain't nothing worse than a hearse with a curse, but he bought it anyway. It would um, be perfect for fitting your surfboard in the back. It's ab- long enough. Absolutely. And then he went out surfing, and he fell asleep, and when he came back to the hearse, it's it's not entirely clear. It was full of monsters <laughs> or something. It's a very long buildup to something that's not quite clear. But, but after, like... Like every line the guy sings, like another guy, like tells like a stupid uh, pun in a Dracula voice. It's like <laughs> I needed a car, so I bought a car, and it's even got Transylvania license plates. And I'm just like, I uh, like people. This was a hit. People listened to it and enjoyed it, and On they were the like, radio. yeah. <laughs> Because, like, we're, you know, our regeneration, we have, like, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah mm. with a classic Halloween. You don't yeah, get a lot of classic. not a radio No, hit. I know, yeah. but yeah. it's not a radio hit. Like, yeah. it's just kind of like, this is a joke song. But these things were popular. They were popular, yes. They Dude, were. Did they only come out around Halloween, or was this, like, a year-long thing? Like, February, people are just rocking out. That's a terrific question. That's a great, I actually, I do, I, I, I strongly suspect they were not Halloween-specific singles. I, I think there was, I, I will, I will do further research, but I think there was just a spate of, like, that moment in music where, like, we're, we're the monster bands, and everyone's got a monster band, and they just do, like, rock and roll music about monsters. Oh, better times. You know? Better times. <laughs> Truly, and such an innocent time. And it's just such like, because the, the musicianship in it is really good. Yeah. And I've, I I really feel for like, the, like you know, the the four other guys <laughs> who are just like, here we go, we're a band. And there's just like one guy in front being like, ah, we're just surfing at Dracula's house. And they're like, okay, this is, this is what we got to do. This is what we got to do to get on the radio. Oh my like, God. It's a particularly egregious thing because Dracula is allergic to sun, is yeah. he not? Like, is that just not two completely contradictory ideas? Yeah, he's, he's, I guess he's out doing it at night. I don't know. But Fantastic. I have never, I, I will say, I've never, I've never heard, I'm sure there is one, um, a song about um, where or how Dracula surfs. And now I'm going to attempt to find out. I'm, I want I'm details. sure one has been recorded. I, I need to know. I will report back. <laughs> I mean, they use his voice so much. He has to be included he's, in the festivities. He's in there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, I have to know though. Do you think that the Monster Mash stood out for a particular reason? Like, is it, why is it the only surviving member of this this I've, clan? I think it's the catchiest. Yeah, really? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, it's it, it's very like it's a little less surfy too. It's a little more kind of like mainstream, right. sort of like like old, old yeah, like old time rock and roll kind of. Um, I think it's you know there's. Uh, you know, there's jokes in it. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's got a catchier hook than they generally tended to, and yeah, I think, I mean, it was it was probably one of the better ones, if not the best, and it was just the one that the one that hit. Yeah. Yeah. So it earned it. It earned you, it. You feel like it earned it. I do feel like it earned. You it. weren't listening to all these like deep cut B sides of other monster things, being like these guys were robbed. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I do still feel, and I've done extensive research. I feel. I feel like. I feel like a monster bash has earned its place. The Pantheon, absolutely. It's, it's earned that top spot. Thank you yeah. for putting the time in. <laughs> Someone that has to. Of course, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't make a claim like that, like without no. without doing the research. No, we brought on an expert. We know what we're doing. <laughs> absolutely. Um, how do you feel about being scared? Like, are you a person who likes to be scared? Are you into horror? Are you just like? into the aesthetic and vibes of Halloween. Do you know what? I really like the aesthetic. I really like the vibe. I um, I enjoy being scared, but I think there's um, 
I think there's different kinds of yeah. scared, and I think and I think you see that a lot now. Is like, um, you know, as as things have become sort of more like when you get to like Halloween decorations and things like that, uh, you see that they're you know they're much more like gore based and stuff like that mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing, and it's just like. That doesn't really, like, turn my scare crank particularly. Like, I like a more sort of, like, supernatural or, or psychological sort of horror. I like, yeah. like, a really creepy time as opposed to, like, just, like, like raw kind of, like, violence and mm. scariness yeah. in that regard. Totally. That does not really do it for me. But, yes, I do. I do like to be scared. I like to play. I like to play games that scare me. I like to watch, you know, films that scare me. I like it very much. Are you a haunted house guy? I have never been a huge haunted house guy, but... But um, uh, like I do like them. Like I love seeing how they're built. And yeah, love yeah, seeing yeah. And stuff like that. But I'm, I'm but, also obsessed with that. But it's it's just like I love how they're designed and things of that nature. But it's just like the like. I feel like the jump scare element is also a little like a little like left to the center for me. It's just like oh. That, that's just a guy who jumped out and yelled at me. Yeah, like, yeah, that scares me on the subway. Yeah, scares <laughs> me on Young Street, man. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's just like it's a little. I guess it's a little. It's a little artless, but uh, uh, artless. Listen to me. But, um, <laughs> uh, but it's very what about like the old days. Where they really work at it. It's very fun to like my favorite thing in a haunted house that I love to see people do because I think it's so genuine and I understand the response so much and like when I see people do it I'm like like yes I'm there with you and I empathize and I it's so fun to see you be scared in that way is like when someone is like gets scared in a haunted house or like if I'm like with a group and like someone gets scared at a haunted house and their like empirical mind is just like like kicks in and they're just like I am going to use logic to not be scared and they will start like loudly declaring like I know that you are an actor in a haunted house and you cannot come over here and that chainsaw is not real and you're like, you cannot touch me yeah. my sister uh, went to a, I, I wasn't there but uh, she went to the I think the Halloween haunt at Wonderland or whatever and was just walking around with a light on her phone being like I see you over there come out here like get, get over here you're over there, don't jump out at me. <laughs> like, I'm just trying to win at the haunted house. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I I feel like this would 100% be me. I have yet to work up the courage to go in into a haunted house. Like the scariest I've done is like the haunted barrel ride at the at um what's it called at the, the island. island. Yeah. island. Oh. That scared the shit out of me as a kid. It's, yeah. It didn't scare me the first time I went in because my friend was really scared and I wasn't scared. Then I went in with my mom who wasn't scared. In fact, spent the entire time laughing and I was terrified. I feel like it's a thing that happens to me and I don't know if you get this yeah. where if somebody else is more scared than you, you... You have to be the brave one? Yeah. I, I don't know. That's just a yeah. thing that I experience. Yeah, I, I, it's, I do feel that way. It's like a sort of like, aha, now I've got to, I've got to, this is my, this is my time to shine. Yeah, this yeah. is where I've got to knuckle up and do it. One like, of us it, has to keep it together. One of us, yeah, <laughs> it's true. We can't, we can't all fall to fear in this haunted house. Uh, yeah, it's very like, I think that is one thing I really like about haunted houses is the, is the, is that that is sort of the dynamic of like, you know, we're all here. I mean, ideally, you're going with people. Like, and, you know, it's just like, oh, like we're we're all here, but we're in a situation which is completely foreign to us. Yeah. Which is like this. It's it's things that we like, you know, logically know cannot harm us are giving us giving us the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. It's very fun to see like you know other people's reactions to that and your own. Like who? Like yeah, exactly. Like who you who you are in that situation. Yeah. It's fun. One hundred. Hard to predict. Very hard to predict, yes. Yeah. The closest I've come to going to a haunted house was when we snuck into Casa Loma and watched the haunted, like they have a haunted walkthrough in, of their gardens. Uh, and you, we could watch it from above. And so we just oh. watched the actors reset in the corner oh. and then just be like, oh, they're coming. Oh, here they oh, go. They're going yeah. to get scared. And then I went and wrote a pilot about it because I couldn't stop thinking about it. Ooh. So I work at... Casaloma. Yeah. I, yes. I work at the escape games at, at Casaloma. Are any of those right scary games? Uh, the ones, uh, the ones that we have year round or not. There's a, uh, there's like a zombie themed one, <gasps> which is on for Halloween, oh, um, which is, which I think is a little on the scary side. But the ones that we have are not scary. Uh, but two of them are accessed through the tunnels oh, under Casaloma, and the tunnels right now they've just started at, at the time of this recording. They've just started setting it up, and it's going to be running all through October. 
um, is they're setting up like the Halloween haunt stuff Ooh. in the tunnels. <laughs> so there's all like the projections of bugs and the skeletons and the ghosts and the bodies and the monsters and everything. Um, so And you're just like, ignore them, come to this escape room. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's it because I show up in character and I'm like, now we're going to go through the tunnels. And we actually, there's one that we're not doing for Halloween, which is like the Cold War oh. spy one where I'm like the secret agent, like, oh, good, agents, like, come with me. Like, we're going to go through the tunnels and find this old, like, like spy facility in the tunnels and, and it all takes place in the tunnels. Uh, but because it all takes place in the tunnels, like, you, we can't yeah, do yeah. it right now because it's full of monsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah even, uh, welcome <laughs> to the Cold War. Ignore that skeleton. Yeah, even, even though, like, I really advocated for being like, one, just one thing, agents, we live in a world where monsters are real. It won't come up again once we're in the, in the lab. But just, as we all know, monsters are real, so just ignore the ignore the monsters and we'll get right to work. It's canon. Irrelevant, but canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but there's, like, the, the other one, which is, like, the 1920s bootlegging, like, gangster one, which is one of my favorites to do, like, also comes through there and they have had to find another thing. And But for a while, like, before it was too set up, we, like, we've just come up with a release. And it's like, oh, they, the speakeasy set it up to scare away uh, thieves of or the course. cops. Incredible. But I did also just want to be like, all right, gang, now before we go, monsters are real. We all know that. So <laughs> Did it, you do that one? It's not going to come up once we get inside, but uh, <laughs> don't forget monsters are real. <laughs> I really hope, because like knowing, uh, I we're big fans of escape rooms, mm. knowing the escape room mindset, I bet at least one of them was like, I bet that monsters is real yeah, thing this is, is going to come this back. Is, oh my God, absolutely. Us. That was a clue for sure. <laughs> I have been very like, I can only improvise so much because I'll say something and everyone will be like, that's significant. Yeah. Like uh, I heard like, like I just said some random thing once and a guy pointed at me and yelled out to the group, everything this dude says means something. <laughs> I was like, like, no, oh, no, 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 my no, friend, no, no, no. that's not true. <laughs> Very few things I say mean anything, ever. But <laughs> some of the things do and it's impossible yes. to know which ones. Oh, which ones? Which ones? Yeah. Mm. That's so are, really, really fun. Are you getting know? to do the zombie one though? I feel like you would just like be so good in a haunted house scenario. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not doing it. I'm going to go see it. Oh, yeah, I'm nice. Very, I'm, very, I'm very much looking forward to it. Are Take, zombies a thing you enjoy? Yes. Yeah. Uh, zombies are a thing I enjoy, even though that does sort of lean more on the kind of like uh, like gore side of things sometimes. And like I'll admit, like I'll watch like a zombie movie and there'll, there'll be parts where I'm just sort of like, Ugh, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, especially like I love the old like Romero ones, but like the degree of like that Tom Savini like dif- dismemberment, I'm just like, okay, all right, that's okay, that's fine. <laughs> we're good, we're yeah, good. We're yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think like, I think for a lot of people, um, like, Zombies are, it's less about the monsters themselves, or at least in like modern kind of media and the modern sort of idea of it, it's less about the monsters themselves and it's less about the horror and it's more about like, uh, well, what you were saying, Kaya, about like being in a haunted house. It's like, who are you in this? I think people, uh, what a lot of people like more about the zombie idea than zombies themselves is like, oh, this is the, this is the world, this is the reality if zombies are here. So like, what are you going to do? Like, what's the plan? What crazy thing are you going to have to do? Like, where will you go? Like, what kind of person would you be? I think that's like something that like people... I think gravitate towards more about that sort of idea. Yeah, I, I, think. I think you're totally right. I think it's mm-hmm. actually more, it crosses over more into apocalypse and survival than it almost Absolutely. does horror at 100%. this point. Like all of the sort of Max Brooks, World yeah. War Z. I'm, I'm a big, huge fan of World War Z, the book, mm, um, yeah. and the whole Max Brooks stuff, just because, yeah, I love that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Who would you be in that situation? Do you Ooh, Have you thought about uh, this for yourself? Oh, huge support character. 100% <laughs> support character. Like, I, are you the brawn? Are you building systems? Like, I what am, do you, what? I am I, you know what? I, I would love to build a system. I don't know if I know how. <laughs> I will help the person building systems with whatever they need. What can I hold? Uh, yes, Where exactly. can I hide? I am tall, I can carry things. <laughs> what do you need? Yeah. Strong like, comic relief yeah, kind of like, uh, yeah, angle. You need to break the tension in yeah. there. I'm just very like, oh, oh, see, I don't know about being that guy because like Oh, he dies. Th- that guy dies for sticks. That's, that's true, that's true. That guy, guy definitely true. dies for sticks. you like him. Yeah. yeah. He's gotta go when you like him. He's got, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the thing. I don't want anyone to like me too much. Yeah. Like, there's John. He's helping. Great. Yeah. Under the radar. He's <laughs> significant enough that we can't lose him, but yes. he's not so much there that he has protagonist syndrome that we have yeah. to like 
put them out yeah. there. Quiet, mm-hmm. quiet and helpful. Yeah. Quiet so, and helpful. Yes, indeed. <laughs> a, a, good, a good way to be in most of life, I think. Yeah. And, but just, yeah, particularly yeah. in this situation. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Act every day as though it is a zombie movie and you'll get you'll get by <laughs> <Yeah>. just fine. <laughs> yeah, keep your head down and just ask what you can do. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about movies? Are there, are there horror movies that particularly speak to you that you really, really like? Yeah, I really. I mean, again, I really like the old, the old Living Dead's uh, Night and Dawn are, are two of my two of my favorite films. Day, not so much. Uh, I really like, um, you know, I'm a big Sam Raimi fan. Evil Dead, that sort of like. Um, of the three, and sort of the Evil Dead mm, uh, universe, is there one that you like the most? Two is the sweet spot. Yeah, I think most people think two is the sweet spot because yeah. one's. One's a uh, horror and two's a comedy, and or one, and two's a horror comedy and three's just a comedy. A comedy, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't actually seen them. I, oh. I feel like the things that people associate with Evil Dead mostly happen in the second one, right? Like there's a lot of the like the classic stuff happening. Yeah, in the one. well, Evil Evil Dead Two kind of goes back and redoes the beginning oh. of Evil Dead a little bit. Interesting, because they're like, okay, well, this is effectively a new movie. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, I always try to get like a like. Uh, Jocelyn and I, my partner Jocelyn, always have, uh, I mean, you know who Jocelyn is, I'm, for the folks at home, uh, <laughs> that's my partner's name. Um, we, we really make a big thing of like, of like getting our specific Halloween, you know, movie watching playlists uh, uh, curated. And, uh, you know, we did Aliens last year and like Alien and um, uh Blade, which I don't think is strictly a Halloween movie, but, <laughs> but uh, we know it's a John favorite. It's, yeah. Oh, love it! Well, you know, it's you really only need the first ten minutes, but <laughs> it's still. I mean, just stick around for the rest to be polite. Right? Like, Honestly, <laughs> if you ever get a chance to see John Blair do sketch, you should because I still think like every time the word Blade comes up, I still think about your two people breaking up in the club, the from, club from Blade. Blade. <laughs> I still think about that sketch. It is so funny to me. <laughs> oh, thank you. I I was very happy. With when that resonated with anyone, I'm just sort of, I, I was just sort of like, listen, I think the idea of the club from Blade is so funny. <laughs> uh, and it's the only really enduring kind of cultural resonance that the movie Blade has had for me is <laughs> the idea of that nightclub is so funny to me. Blood sprinklers. Blood sprinklers ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the, it's so impractical. How? <laughs> it even came up in uh, What, what we, we Do in the, the Shadows. shadows. Yeah. <laughs> which was so funny. They're like, we can't get the blood sprinklers working. <laughs> Incredible. So yeah. is there one like that scares you the most or that is your absolute favorite or is you're just like, oh, oh, like bring a it. must watch. Bring me all of these. Yeah, of like watch it every time. Uh, no, not, I don't know. Not really. I, I, I love, I love kind of all all horror movies, sort of great and small. You yeah. know, I love like a like a like a, a a weird cheap, you know, '90s, you know, slashery kind of one. Hell yeah. Or like, uh, or like I like, you know, just the the old the old classics, like the 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 real like the again like the like Alien and stuff like that. It's like yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I'm, I'm like a, I think I'm of a very like. A very come one come all, except for yep. except for like the real sort of yeah. like you're not watching Hostel. Yeah, yeah, I'd hated Hostel. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, Never watched that one myself. Yeah, we just watched Saw, the first Saw. Is it fun or is it yuck? It's not really yuck. Actually, it's not really yuck at all. It, I think the Saw franchise gets really yuck yeah. afterwards because it becomes much more about the traps. But it kind the, of misses the point as it yeah. goes on. The first one is just sort of mostly just two people in a room, like figuring out this like crazy puzzle, and there's not a lot of like gore in it, and it's pretty good. Okay, the first yeah. one is roughly an escape room movie. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. yeah, I was like watching all like the stuff happening, like oh, there's a clue in the toilet, or like oh, that you found a little note, like oh, like oh, wow, this is. This kind of feels like some place I would work. Yeah, yeah. Jigsaw, Jigsaw <laughs> yeah. just runs an escape room. Yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> it's sort of. I mean, that is basically what it is. Yeah, but like he didn't have to cut his because, like, famously he cuts his foot off at yeah. the end of it. That's on like the posters now. Yeah, he didn't have to. Didn't did he? I feel like there was a solution in there. No, he just went like nuts with panic yeah. and cut it off. Um, he was just running an escape. Room. He was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, Carrie Elwes is so good in that movie because he doesn't get a lot of. Chances to just be like a large ham. Yeah, and, and he he does it really well. Oh, that's fun. Uh, I did like that first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. But it also spawned this huge like 
torture porn yeah. wave yeah. of like a lot of stuff like that. I'm just like, nah, it's not for me. Don't need yeah. it. Uh, so we talked a bit about the sketch comedy that you do, uh, and between your sketches and the holiday, you clearly have a lot of costumes. Yes. Uh, do you have any favorites? And if there was, you had unlimited money, what is the costume you would buy? Oh my God! If I had a unlimited money, my goodness. We're oh, that's big good. costume people, so we just talk about this at home. Yeah, this yeah. is like yeah. a regular yeah, conversation like what's the dream costume? for us. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what my what my favorite costume that I have. Like, would you go Ben Wyatt full Batman costume? Like, oh, yeah. you know, treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. <laughs> I really needed Parks this. Right. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, like one of my single favorite Ben Wyatt moments. I'm gonna treat myself. Uh, yeah, I think you know what I. It's not strictly super duper Halloween. I just love a full Spider-Man costume. Yeah, I really would. I would yes. just walk around the house in it. All totally. Are you talking classic, just like spandex, or some of the more articulated ones? No, 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 classic spandex. Yeah, you know, like like basic, basic Spidey. Like OG cartoon, almost. Mm-hmm. That one? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. No, that would be. That just seems like just a fun thing to wear around the house. Um, in terms of like, do I have a favorite? I have so many pieces of costumes now. Um, I have a, uh, <laughs> for a while, Jocelyn and I were for Halloween just like doing um, our Halloween costume when we would go to the comedy party would just be like, and she, she actually for a long time, she wanted uh, to do uh, two Parappa the Rappers oh as, my God. as a couple's costume. <laughs> <laughs> and she got it into her head. <laughs> That a funny couple's costume would be two Parappa the Rappers. She's not wrong. Two, two I, people who are both Parappa the Rapper and, as a couple's costume. Um, oh and God. I, for a long time, being, you know, a, like a stickler, a purist, yeah, a yeah. Halloween traditionalist. The art of it. Uh, yeah. And so I was like, no. No, we can't be two Parappa the Rappers. That doesn't make any sense. That's not Only a Halloween one costume. one in the universe. Yeah. It says it's an individual. Over here. It's, yeah, it says exactly, exactly. And look at me being, you know, precious. Come so far. Yeah, and that's, and that's sort of the realization I came to was like, who says? That defeats the purpose of Halloween so entirely. To be like, oh, like, that's, that's dumb or that doesn't make sense. To just be like, no, like, why not? You can do whatever you want. Let's be two Parappa the Rappers. <laughs> Who cares? And did you do it? We did. We went to the Comedy Bar Halloween party in like gray tank tops and baggy blue pants and like orange hats with dog ears. And everyone was like, oh my God, like you're Parappa the Rapper? I was like, uh, correction, we are two Parappa the Rappers. <laughs> and then the next year we were two Phantom of the Operas. And then like, then like for a long time we were just like, let's just pick a basic costume and we're two of that. And Honestly, that's what we did. Very yeah. funny. Do you that know what your two funny. costumes this year are going to be? Not yet. Okay. Uh, at the date of this recording, it is the beginning of October. So hopefully we've got some time to figure it out. Or we might just pick something on the, you know, the two days before. I love it. And then I run down to the Dufferin Mall and grab whatever <laughs> I can to make it happen, and we're off to the races. It is funny that no matter how many costumes you collect, you still end up going out and getting more costumes. Yes, You absolutely. can't use one you've already done. No, God, of course not. No, those are for backups and emergencies. Yeah, or cosplay when yeah. you're like, oh, I've got to be functional. Yeah. Oh, that that does remind me that I do have a Skeletor hoodie, which I like very much, ah. and I would like to include that in my previous answer because I'm very fond of it. Yay. <laughs> I bought it for a sketch, and I like it very much. Yes. Uh, sometimes yeah. you just end up wearing your costumes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's just a good time. I yeah. mean, I only needed it the once, and now I've just got it. I yep. have a hoodie that looks like Skeletor's body, <laughs> and I wear it all the time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do you have an ideal ho- uh, way that you celebrate Halloween? Like, do you have any Halloweens that really stand out for you? Oh, I think my favorite Halloweens have just straight up been like, honestly, like, I mean, you know, I liked doing the trick or treat thing for as long as I uh, could get away with it. But uh, (laughs) honestly, like my favorite Halloweens are just straight up like house party Halloweens. Yeah, Yeah. that's I think that's about as good as you can get. Yeah. You you go out and you do something fun with your friends or you go to like uh, like your friend's house and people put up, you know, like basic cobwebs and everyone wears a costume and you just hang out and you have a nice time or you go to like a you go to something like you go to a haunted house or something and just like uh, that's 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 
that's honestly my favorite. And and like now, recently, I'm the thing I'm kind of enjoying is you know because you know time marches on and stuff. Now I'm now I'm I'm the guy handed out candy to the kids at the oh. door, which is great. Do you uh, Halloween up your house? We Halloweened up our house a little bit. Heck yeah. And uh, we dressed like um, Adam and Barbara from Beetlejuice, and we, uh, oh. or, or, um, So good. That's so good. Or, no, wait, like, what were their names? Uh, Adam, yeah, Adam, Adam and Barbara. Barbara. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and we dressed uh, Sadie, our dog, up like Beetlejuice. Oh, and, 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 so and she refused to wear the wig, but we kept a little shirt <laughs> on her. And we just, like, we just cracked a couple of beers and we sat on our porch and so did all the other grown-ups on our street and we all just like talked to each other from across the lane and all the kids came by and it was over and done in about an hour and then it was at eight o'clock and we had all night and it was just like it was nice I really enjoyed it that's That's fantastic I have a couple of friends, um, shout out to you, Phil and Kit, who live on a Halloween street. You know those streets? The streets that like all the kids flock to and like mm. houses do it up and like they close off the street on that yep. street. Mm. The the first the first year they lived at that house, they got like yeah, uh, 200 chocolate bars. That's more than enough, right? You'll have some left over gone in like 20 minutes. Seriously. Yeah, like oh, it's man. it's packed. Yep. And we often talk about like what will do when we finally have the like time to really do their house up and do like a a big display mm. thing. If you could, if you had unlimited funds to do any kind of thing on a house, what would you do? Oh, and I'm not stealing this idea, but I might. Oh no, please! Like, <laughs> no, I, it's it's honestly like this. This this might feel like it might feel a bit uninspired, but I'd like to. I'd like to just do like the very classic like haunted mansion yeah. kind of thing. Like really like. Yeah, just just dilapidate the front of a house, yeah. yes. like weather it, and like you know have spooky stuff up in all the different windows that you can see, and like have this like big long way to even get to it, and like make a little like you know make a little maze to even get there, yes. and like and then like you know, on the front door you've got all this stuff inside the house that you can kind of see too. Like yeah, I I very much like you know haunted mansion, Adams family ass house. I would yep. like I would. And then, like, I'm just like, where do you fit in the 12 foot skeleton? Because <laughs> I, I feel like that messes with the the, the verite of it. But yeah, absolutely, the, 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 the absolute the truth. You don't yeah, want it to yeah. pull you out too much. Of yeah, the... or like put a little put, put a little like speech bubble on him. I was a huge guy, like, so, he, so he makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, oh, okay, it makes sense that he's here now. He was a huge guy. That, that that's fine. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> What do you think is the nerdiest thing you've done in relation to Halloween as a fandom? Oh, um, I think the nerdiest thing I've done um, in re-Halloween is probably just the amount of time I have spent uh, year-round making uh, sketch comedy about it. A lot of my sketch comedy is about Halloween or monsters, regardless of the time of year it occurs. Shout out to my favorite Don't Ghost My House, which is yeah. like, it's been around for a while. It's but been around, yeah, for it, quite every, some time. Every October, it comes back into my mind and my heart, and I have to, like, it is required viewing for me in I October. I can confirm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, well, thank you. I'm really glad that that's been. I feel like that's going to be my most like enduring cultural output in my life. Is don't ghost my house. Uh, I think I just I just become like a just such a tremendous um, nerd about Halloween. Like all the I, I want everything I write to be about it. I want all my content to be about it. I've You've just, become the surf band. I've become the surf. I have. Oh my god. I'm I'm the ghouls, or I'm whoever did hers with a curse. Oh God, I'm probably whoever did hers with a curse. <laughs> oh, <no>. uh, <laughs> they were warning us about an important an important element. There of- ain't nothing worse. <laughs> Car ownership. Yeah. It's important to know. Mm. <laughs> okay, well we're gonna get you some hot takes in a second for Ooh, you to respond to. Hot takes. Yeah, hot takes. But before we do that, this episode is brought to you by tpublic.com, where you're going to find your next favorite T-shirt. Um, tpublic is an amazing website that has all sorts of unique and nerdy designs available on anything you could want it on. T-shirts, tank tops, mugs, stickers, phone cases.
sizes, and so much more. Kaya, can you customize the size? Uh, you absolutely can. What about the color? You sure can. What about the fabric? You can customize that for sure. Oh, snap. On just about any piece of clothing. So you can make it exactly the way you want to make it. Oh, my goodness. Kaya, I could I make a special Halloween shirt? You absolutely could. You could also look through the, the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of designs um, made by independent artists what? that are likely related to Halloween or a different thing that you like. <laughs> and those independent artists get paid a fair amount for their, their work, which is even better. It's the opposite of scary. Yeah, exactly. It's a treat, not a trick. What? Yeah. Um, so you could be supporting indie artists and this podcast if you buy a shirt from our Tee Public store, um, which is awesome. That's supporting so many people. Um, so head on over to tpublic.thefandomshow.com to check out all of our merch and favorite designs from Tee Public. That's tpublic.thefandomshow.com. And thank you, Tee Public, for Ooh. your support. Dragonoids. All right, we're jumping into some hot takes. Hot uh, takes. Some submitted by people uh, that are friends of the podcast. Some just found on the internet. So this first one comes from uh, former guest and friend uh, Kinley Mockery. Inflatable Halloween decorations should be eradicated. Uh, I'm. I would be inclined to agree. Uh, I think. I think there's a. Um, I don't know. I, I just. I, I feel like there's got to be some sort of like. Uh, I don't know why I don't like them. And I feel like there's like a proper reason. Well, they don't ever look scary. They, they don't ever look, look scary. Goofy. They look goofy. And that's like fine, but. But also, it's lazy. It, it is. I think it is a bit like. Yeah. yeah. And, and I just, I don't know. I don't like inflatable decorations on the whole. I, yeah. think, I think they're unwieldy. I think they're weird. I think they're just always going to flop over in they a weird never way. Look good. They look quite, like trash never on quite your lawn in the you daytime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I strongly agree with this. Yeah. I really don't like them. And like you, I'm like, Kaya, don't be. Don't be a dick. They're mm. just, you know, they're yeah. just decorating their house for Halloween. Yeah. But then another part of me is like, they're doing it wrong. But it's not the spirit. <laughs> the spirit of Halloween is so DIY, I feel yeah. like. It's about creating something out of whatever you can find to mm-hmm. create the feeling of Halloween. So inflatables are just like, cool, you went to Canadian Tire. Yes. Yeah. But also like, you know, it, it, people are still decorating. It's better than not decorating, right? I guess. Yeah. Well, you know? that, that's absolutely true. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't rank it over nothing. Um, but uh, as decorations go. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Exactly. I, or I would. I would rank it over nothing. I mean to say. Um, conversely, uh, big inflatable Kringlewood Santa. Um, perfect. See, made, now we can perfect get Christmas decorations. Made, made to be a Halloween version. Perhaps oh. I'd have to see it. If he took one of those and like Halloweened it up, I would be open to seeing it. Like I feel like Oogie Boogie is one of the few that, if it was an inflatable, I'd be like, that is a good decoration. Yes, he's yeah. a big blob. He's, a big he's blob. got that sort of. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That, that'd be good. Actually, and there was an Oogie Boogie on that uh, Halloween street that uh, I was talking about before last year, and it was actually genuinely good. Mm. I also feel like the tentacle ones that people have like coming out of their houses. Yeah, those are cool. That's fun. Like that's cool. Okay. You know, I think it's got to aesthetically match the medium. But it ties you know? in. It's not just a standalone like. Yeah, yeah it's telling a story. Is yeah. what it is. Do you know what I think we're find I think we're finding enough like conditions and 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 maybes and exceptions to the rule that maybe I'm going to to wheel back from giving yeah. a definitive yes to this. They can uh, work. Yes. But just not if you just throw them on mm-hmm. your lawn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, real yeah. controversial opinion, and this is from a lot of different people, is about the age in which trick-or-treating should be allowed. Mm, okay. Some people say adults should go trick-or-treating, or if someone comes to my house with a well-made good effort costume on Halloween, they get candy no matter how old they are. How do you mm. feel about uh, the age limit that is applied to trick-or-treating? I tend to feel um, just because, you know, uh, candy is a finite resource, mm-hmm. and you got to make sure the kids get it, because um, that's that's the point of trick or treating. I think like I would be hesitant, like if a full grown adult in a really good costume like came to my door and was like trick or treat, I'd be like, oh damn, that's great. Like and it's crazy that you're out here like trick or treating. Like sure, that's worth some candy. I wouldn't feel good about it. <laughs> I'd feel like they like showed up to my house and like kind of shook me down a little bit. <laughs> uh, Just a little threatened. Yeah. yeah. When you're at the age you can buy your own box of Halloween candy. Maybe do that. Exactly. In terms of um, age sort of ceiling, 
I think um, if you are in your mid-teens and are still trying, sure. Um, yeah, no, I admire that. Yeah, if yeah. you are in your mid-teens and you've kind of given up and you're just like, you've just put on like a plastic mask and you're walking around, no. Yeah. Like, if, yeah. you, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Get in the spirit of the thing. Precisely. I do like sort of the adult sort of Halloween that kind of emerges sometimes, like going door to door with our uh, friend's kid, we've uh, encountered houses that are like giving away booze. Yeah, so like, here's candy for the kid. Here's a here's drink a for, you. for you. You're like, mm. okay. And All right. I feel like I'm seeing stuff like that happen sometimes or like a band will be playing. I You're like, see. I know that's for the adults, okay. you know? And I kind of wonder if there's a version of Halloween where up until nine o'clock, it's kids Halloween. And then it kind of almost turns into like a street festival where everybody hangs out on their oh, porches and like party. gives away snacks and stuff to people who want to go house to house. I feel like that would be a cool adult way to do the same thing but not have to like have to pay for a bunch of candy for, mm. for adults. I think that's my favorite idea for an event on the planet Earth. I, like, I think that would be absolutely fantastic. Like adult, like street parties, yeah, like, basically. Now it's adult Halloween. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah, we just sit on our porches and have yeah. fun. Mm -hmm. Let the kids go to bed in their candy comas and let's yeah. have a nice time. Because yeah, I like yeah. walking around with the costumes. That part's fun. That part's great. Yeah. yeah. And all like the parents are still around. They're still in the neighborhood. They're totally. in the area. They're out front of their own house. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we're not like leaving the kids. Yeah. Yeah, they're just upstairs just going to sleep. Yeah. Or eating their candy or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just saying, I think about it, it world. Mm. Think it. about it, world. I think it's a fantastic idea. All right. If, if we accomplish one thing here today, I think it's that. <laughs> we are making yeah. adult Halloween. Yeah. Uh, so uh, this one is, Halloween doesn't need to be like Christmas and start months early. Can't holidays, even ones we like, be limited to about a month of celebration? I would, well, I don't know. I mean... So I'm of two minds about this because for me, in a way, it's sort of always Halloween. The like the the the, the circus music playing constantly in my head always says it's Halloween. That doesn't mean it is. That doesn't mean it is. And um, and I think that if you know, if as soon as like September first rolls around and it's and you're doing Halloween, like. I mean, if that's what floats your boat, cool. I just think like it it makes it, it makes it less it makes it less special. Yeah, you know? agreed. Like you've got you've got to you got to start doing Halloween when it's the fall. I think you yeah. got to do it right near the end of the month. You do it for a little bit, or you do it for like however long after you know Halloween that you can like um, you know whatever couple of days after to get your parties out or, mm, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. kind of thing like that. But like, no, I think it needs to be an event. And I think if you're like, and you know, if it, if it is like a sort of like Christmas thing where it's like, Oh, this is all month or two months starting like November 1st, just starting as soon as Halloween ends, yeah. you know, sometimes and, before, yeah. sometimes before if Dollarama is to be consulted. <laughs> <laughs> And Dollar Hammond demands to be consulted on when it's Christmas. They want to be at the table. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do. Yeah, I, I'd be inclined to agree with that. You've got to you've got to get your Halloween in while the getting's good. Um, I think, and within within a certain amount of Halloween time. I feel like this burnout. You know, I feel I, I feel yes, like you absolutely. get burned out by the time mm. the holiday shows. That's how I feel about Christmas yeah, a lot yeah. of the time. Once it's Christmas, you're like, Ugh. I'm tired of Christmas now that it's Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think my optimal Christmas moment is usually December 11th. Like, yeah, I feel like the okay, lead up to Christmas yeah. is the best part of Christmas, whereas I feel like Halloween, the couple days before it are the best yes. part of yeah. Halloween. Yeah, yes, I agree. I do like houses that like over the course of October will start putting up decorations like one at a time. I'm like, I like this. I yeah. like this long game mm, you're playing. Yeah. But I agree. Earlier than that, meh. I, speaking of being uh, just Halloween all the time, I, um, I, at one point, and this is something that I did want to mention, uh, for we a couple of times, uh, Joss and I have uh, had the had the pleasure to be in New York in and around Halloween, um, which is a very fun place to uh, be uh, in Halloween because it's ridiculous. We were around the village, we went into a bar, and a guy just showed up in a full hamburger costume and just with a pillowcase full of hamburgers he bought what? and just gave them to people. Oh my God. And he was just doing it all night and just like, because he was, he'd robbed from the rich and was giving to us. But we went to like, we went to a bar. Um, and for the life of me, I can't remember. I think it's like, Jekylls or something, or Jekyll and Hyde's or something like that. We went to a bar in the village and it was the first time we were in New York on Halloween. And 
it was completely head to toe Halloween. Everything was Halloween. And it was like, there was like spooky bookcases to get to the bathroom and there was all these things and like animatronics and stuff like that. And all the music was like spooky Halloween music. And we're yes. like, what a place. This place really did it up. I can't believe we found this place on Halloween. And then we later discovered, and this might be the nerdiest thing I have ever done at Halloween, was go to this place inadvertently, because we later discovered that it is just like that all year. And oh, what? that's what that bar is. And it's the bar, it's what the bar that like Titus worked at at, at Kimmy Schmidt. Oh was my God, really? On. Yeah. And like we went back when we found it again. Like next time we went back, we're like, we have to go back to the always Halloween I want monster to go bar. There. Yeah, yeah, it's a very ridiculous place. It's literally just Halloween town. I like guess. Like all, all day, Yeah, all very much. Yeah. Wow. And like every once in a while, like a talking skeleton would like, tell a joke! And then like you'd just <laughs> go back to like they'd play more, you know, monster-themed surf music and you'd eat fried pickles <laughs> and have a drink and I'm like, what the hell is this? No, all the time. Um, so that is an example of maybe it can't be Halloween all the time <laughs> because I feel like that would be the people who work there must absolutely be out of their minds. Oh, mm -hmm. or just love Halloween and love want Halloween. to be yes, Halloween. Yes, perhaps, perhaps. This is my final hot take. Mm -hmm. Dragons, gnomes, and fantasy stuff does not fit in with my French vanilla fantasy of what Halloween should be. Mm. I'm tired of going decor hunting and seeing pewter dragons, dragon eggs, dragon skeletons, and weird gnomes everywhere. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like there's a sort of universe of... Halloween, does that make sense? And I don't know if, like, yeah, for me, I don't necessarily include, like, dragons and, and fantasy sort of yeah. stuff in there. I might make an exception for weird gnomes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'd have to see them. It'd have to be, like, what kind of weird they are. If we're talking about a bunch of, like, weird, like, lawn gnomes or something, like, yeah, absolutely. I'd be I'd be down with, with that. Like haunted garden gnomes. Yeah. yeah, something like that. That'd be cool. Um, but, yeah, I sort of agree, like, like in terms of, like, costumes and stuff, sure. Absolutely. Sure. Get it. But, yeah, for, like, decorations and stuff, like, I feel like there's, I feel like there is sort of a line between Halloween and, like. Just uh, otherworldly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have to ask this one just because it, it was created with so much passion. And I'm not going to read the whole thing because it is a long take. It's a long take. But I will read up into a point. Okay. Store-bought store costumes bought on a whim the day of Halloween teach kids the wrong thing about Halloween. A costume should be the product of passion and time, not instant gratification. It's not just a costume. It's a mind mask. A way to try on another persona once a year. It's an ancient ritual and should be respected. Agree, 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 yeah. agree. Um, <laughs> yes, that's... Uh, I, I, and I mean, I think you're... you're 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 denying yourself the experience of doing it, and you're denying yourself the uh, you know the, the the fun of doing it. Which is not to say that you know maybe there aren't some situations where it's just easier or more practical for you mm -hmm. to do that. And I mean, if you're letting yourself kind of get in the mindset of it, sure. But I think ideally, like if you can do, like make sure that you do, like give yourself the experience of just like, you know, creation of yep. just having fun and like putting your own idea on your face. It's so fun. The last line of this is, uh, it gives them the much needed sense of I can create magic with my own hands, which is crucial to self-esteem and success later in life. I would absolutely agree with that. Yeah. I think that's very true. I think I have, uh, Honestly, like taking the time to like make stuff for myself when I was a kid, like instilled me with this idea of like that I have today of like, oh, okay, well, I'm I'm pretty good at making stuff. Yeah, and I mean like that's that's it's a skill that I use a lot now in the work that I do and my own stuff that I make, and I and I do feel like I like. You know, that early sort of arts and craftness, particularly around Halloween, yeah, did instill that in me. If Gold Hand could see you now. If Gold oh. Hand could see me now. You and Jocelyn should go as two Gold Hands. Two Gold Hands. <laughs> I'm going to go home tonight. Darling, I got an idea. First of all, let me tell you about a man named Gold Hand. He has no backstory. Uh, and you're going to join me on this yeah. quest. <laughs> and he is also you. <laughs> I have never established any facts about Goldhand. Um, um, last but not least, do you have a hot take to add? Ooh, um, I think uh, I think the point of Halloween 
and maybe this isn't strictly the, the point from the kind of ancient traditions, but I think I think the point of it in our kind of modern lives, uh, as well as the point of like, you know, um, being, you know, being scared or being spooky or treating yourself to being spooky or like, you know, um, y you know, thinking skeletons are funny and everything like that. It's just they like are objectively. Exactly, yeah, they are objectively. <laughs> I think the I think that the whole like the point of it to us, to most of us, is just like having fun in spite of things that we know are, you know, uh having fun in spite of what's wrong. You know, like mm -hmm. having fun in spite of like yeah, man, life's not always great. And sometimes there's bad things. And sometimes, you know, bad stuff happens. And sometimes, you know, uh, you know, monsters, <laughs> skeletons, sure, the inevitability of, you know, mortality. Time but marches on. Time marches on. Um, I think it's about I think it's about knowing knowing that and still having fun. Yeah. I, that's what that's what I think the uh, the the spirit of Halloween is. In yeah. my opinion, um, maybe that's not the hottest it takes. Maybe that's what people kind of generally uh, believe, but that's I, that I think is the point. Yeah, that's yeah. the core of it. Mm -hmm. yeah, the sort of like laughing with your demons a yes. little bit. Yes, yeah. absolutely, very much, yeah. very much so. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I think we could use that right now yeah. in a big way. So that's great. Now more than ever. Now yeah. more oh, than ever. Oh, that's John's. That's John's sketch show. That's mm. why it's funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at, mm. at the end of every episode, we like to share our micro fandoms of the week, which we'll do in just a moment, but. Before we do, uh, we've got some other ways that you can connect with us uh, and be more active as part of the Fandom Show, if you would like. You can find us on social media at Fandom Show Pod or at our website, thefandomshow.com. We also have a Patreon, if that's something that you are into. Uh, you're already doing the thing that uh, supports the show the most, which is listening. But if you have a few bucks that you want to share with us, we would l gladly take your money. Uh, so you can visit <laughs> patreon.com forward slash thefandomshow. Uh, and for your patronage, you can listen to episodes early. You can get random fandom mail from us. You can check out our nerds letter. Or you can listen to our patron-exclusive podcast, The Fan Club, where we watch movies that one of us loves and the other has never seen. Uh, at the uh, beginning of October, uh, we watched In Bruges, which was Kaya's pick. One of my favorite movies of all time that I hadn't seen in years and years. So it was a little bit new for me, too. And it is one of my favorite episodes that we've done. And a little gory club. to fit the Halloween theme. Ooh. Uh, once more, that's patreon.com forward slash the fandom show. Uh, so check it on out. Uh, we also have merch. Um, you can head on over to fandomshow.tpublic.com and you can get it's our faces. I did a typo. Oh, oops, my bad. Um, you can uh, get our faces on your stuff. Uh, drawn um, by this guy. That's right, John. By, uh, drawn by John. Um, uh, yeah, you can put on shirts, mugs, and more. Um, so you can check that out in our store. Um, you can also find us on the From Superheroes Discord where you can meet other fans or hit us up directly. And our theme song is by Yuzu Kim, and our logo is by the lovely John, John Blair, Blair, sitting right beside us. All right. Hi. So now for our micro fandoms of the week, starting with Kaya. What are you fanning out about? Um, there is a uh, comedian and imp improviser um, that I first learned of through Second City named ER Fightmaster. People might know them from various different uh, places, like, for instance, they are currently on Grey's Anatomy. Um, they are also on uh, the show Shrill, mm -hmm. I believe, um, in which they are awesome. They are awesome ev everywhere they are because they're super cool, but they're also a musician. And they just recently released a couple of singles under the name Fightmaster that I am obsessed with. They're all just super funky and awesome and sexy and cool. Um, and uh, I highly recommend you check them out because I can't stop. Somebody mm -hmm. talk about this with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that is the first thing I'll put on as I, as I walk out of here. I'll be able to talk with you about it in no time. Yes. yes. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Steph, what is your micro fandom? Well, by week? the time you're listening to this, uh, it will have already come out, but I've been living in an Our Flag Means Death bubble mm, for the last month. Yeah. We've been doing an improv show based on it, yeah. uh, but also on October 5th, the new season dropped, and I am so excited to watch it. I, the trailer's incredible. Uh, most of our favorites are coming back, plus some new people are coming back. I'm so excited. I can't stop thinking about it um, to see what happens to our poor, broken-hearted. Some new people are coming back? Some new people are coming onto the show. 
Oh, new characters. Mm. Yes, new I characters. I understand what you're saying. I was like, what Kaya, new people are coming back? I'm too excited. I can't even talk. Um, we so, will have watched, I'm sure, the whole show by the time you mm, listen to this, I, but you should too. You should too. If you, you can catch up on it uh, on the first season, which is just incredible and truly like... Uh, an, a viral internet uh, thing over mm. the last year, but the new season's coming. So. And tiny spoiler for our own show, we will be doing an episode on it. Hell yeah. Mm. So uh, so catch up, watch it, and then you can uh, listen to that, knowing what we're talking about. John, what are, you, what are you into these days? So I've gone down a bit of a rabbit hole with, um, so it's, again, uh, it's early October right now as we're recording this, and uh, he, he's just having a bit of a moment, and I just love it so much. I've been... I've been really in, and I feel like I I discovered him just before he sort of had this moment. Is the I'm really been enjoying the comedy and the videos of uh, Brian Jordan Alvarez very much. Um, he is a comedian who does these videos on uh, on Twitter and on TikTok or whatever, where he just puts like a weird filter over his face that like <laughs> makes him look like this like you know square jawed like European college student or like a little guy with like a huge mouth and giant eyes, and like he has all these different characters. Um, but they're all just people having like positive lives. There's like a, there's just like a like a college student who's got a, like an internship in another town, and he's trying to land the job full time, and he's trying to get like. He's, you know, just trying to, like, go on hinge dates while he's getting his career in order. There's, like, a guy with, like, giant eyes who's just, like, a, a pop star who just writes songs about things that are nice. And the reason he's having a moment right now is he just, uh, he uh, has a song out that's taking the world by storm called Sitting, um, which is just about how sitting is wonderful and don't listen to people who tell you that it's bad <laughs> because you deserve to relax. Oh, my God. Um, so by the time by the time you're listening to this, he's, he's probably become all over the place, but but uh, I've just been really enjoying just the like, just the like small, weird, positive comedy of Brian Jordan Alvarez very yes, much. Yes, that sounds amazing. Mm. I love it. I can't wait to check that out. Uh, thank you so much, John, for being thank here. You. Uh, people want to find you or see more of your stuff. Where can they find you? What do you want to plug? Uh, you can find me on uh, YouTube mostly is the place to kind of check out my sort of longer form sketch stuff. You can also find me on Instagram at John Blair, basically. You can find me on uh, TikTok at OK John Blair, the letter O, the letter K, the name John, the name Blair. Um, <laughs> and that's that's probably it for my socials because I'm doing that thing where I'm gradually, gradually, yeah. gradually pulling the band-aid off and leaving X. So uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, we all are doing that. Yeah. It's tough. But yeah, YouTube uh, and Insta are probably the the best ways to find my stuff, should you wish to see it. And if you're sitting at home right now on Halloween and you have nothing to do, I could not recommend enough going to YouTube, finding John Blair's channel, and watching Now More Than Ever, which has plenty of monster content for you. As a matter of fact, I did compile all of the Halloween and monster and monster adjacent stuff into one <gasps> compilation. So if you would just like to watch that, it's called Howl More Than Evil, and uh, it's <laughs> Yes. Uh, and it's just the Halloween stuff because apparently I had a half an hour of it. <laughs> so check that out if you like. So oh go do that. Make God. yourself an excellent <laughs> Halloween. Have an excellent evening any way you choose to celebrate. Because that's um, the right way to celebrate Halloween. That's mm. right. Uh, until next time, love the things you love and tell everyone about The Fandom Show is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.